वेळ लागल्याशिवाय इतिहास घडत नाही कौच पांडेच क्रिकेट पॉडकास्ट फॉर द फॅन्स Yes we are live and we are on time I told you we would be on time today and we are on live and we are on time and thank you so much for coming back to yet another uh, weekly uh, episode of Couch Pandit's cricket podcast it is I Akash Pata along with Dhawal Shetty and today we have a very special guest somebody who knows their analytics knows their numbers something that I am very far away from so I'm going to let Dhawal introduce him Dhawal do the honors Yes thank you thank you uh, today we have with us uh, uh gorav uh, who is a stat analyst data analyst uh, he works with uh, espn quick info he writes articles from them he writes a bunch of great articles for them i must say uh, he has also worked in the past with uh, the bangalore ipl team uh, and he was part of the windy cricket team the year they won the 2020 world cup in 2016 uh and he comes with lots of uh, knowledge about uh, things that we have little knowledge about so it's yeah. going to be very exciting uh for us also because uh, we have lots of questions for him welcome gorov uh, to the stream and hi uh, yeah it's a pleasure being here guys heard uh, quite a lot about you your podcast and generally your channel so excited i'm amazed who is who is telling you things <laughs> i do my research man <laughs> so we're glad uh, uh okay this it's been it's been a, a interesting week in cricket it's been a generally controversial week in cricket a uh, lot of things being said a lot of conversations being had uh, uh, around what can essentially be described as a 12 yard long piece of uh, uh, dirt uh <coughs> but conversations on our end have been predominantly centered towards the people playing on the dirt more than the dirt itself uh Uh, apart from that we've seen uh, some interesting international cricket psl has started but uh, we are not paying attention because how do you watch psl in india uh, on top of that uh, zimbabwe and afghanistan just played one yes. hell of a test match yes uh, which, which also uh, lasted two days yes which also lasted two days but nobody is talking about that pitch uh, exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> So so lots going on in cricket generally uh, we are getting lots of chats also from the audience nice to also, see a lot of the regular people back uh, uh, you need to like change the view i know i need to change the view i have tried uh, uh, changing the view and it has not worked so far so we should try it again but in the meanwhile uh, bear with me to ha to going into to chat mein bhi kafi log hain 100 people plus watching over 100 likes please hit the like button guys if you're watching drop in a super chat if you like drop in some questions if you like और आ रहा है गैलरी व्यू हो गया गैलरी व्यू अभी रोने का नहीं आगे बढ़ते हैं ओके सो एज आकाश वाज जस्ट टचिंग अपॉन द टॉपिक्स अ लिटिल आई विल टच इट अपॉन इट अ लिटिल मोर इन डिटेल वी आर गोइंग टू टॉक अबाउट इन दिस एपिसोड इज गोइंग टू बी अ रिव्यू ऑफ द थर्ड टेस्ट मैच बिटवीन इंडिया एंड इंग्लैंड वी हैव नॉट डन इट येट बिलीव इट और नॉट एंड वी आर गोइंग टू डू अ प्रीव्यू फॉर द टेस्ट मैच दैट स्टार्ट्स टुमारो Uh, that kind of decides uh, india's chances for qualification for the world test championship final uh, apart from that we're going to talk about uh, the australia zimbabwe uh, uh, sorry afghanistan zimbabwe uh, test match uh, and uh, australia new zealand t20 series there's some interesting uh, individual performances going on over there and uh, of course new zealand small ground so massive scores uh we're also going to talk about some domestic cricket in vijay hazare trophy uh so yeah there's lots of exciting things coming up right diving right into it 
the pitch for the third game. Uh, Gaurav, we'll start with you on this one. What are your thoughts uh, on not the pitch, the conversation around the pitch first? See, match ended in two days. You everybody has to talk something for five days. People had planned everything for five days. So I think at the end of the day, you need some something to talk about, right? India winning at home is a given. People thought they'll win 4-0. The fact that England have won a test itself is a big deal. Yeah. And the moment that happened, I don't think this was I won't say I expected it because it's been a while actually since India actually gave such kind of pitches. Uh, 20, after from 2015 against South Africa, it was there. After that, they've been backing their pacers. In fact, uh, pace bowling is what we're all talking about, right? Uh, the the uh, West Indies of the 80s is what the India of the 2018s and 2019 and 2020 are, right? We have a fascinating pace yeah. attack. In fact, we don't really need such pitches. But like, like I think Kohli said in today's press conference, I think the pitch has been completely taken out of the equation with respect to India. Actually, when India travel abroad, England, it'll be foolish if England actually keep grass and semi pitches to take revenge. I'm sure India's attack is as good or if not better. So, uh, that might actually backfire. So, my point, the larger point is obviously people need to talk about something and we generally don't tend to appreciate uh, what uh, India does and what if India win, we still try to find fault. I, the only questions people have been asking is, why Kohli is not scoring a century, why Rane is not scoring a century, why Pujara is not scoring a century. We are just obsessed with these milestones and stuff. And the fact that the match got over in two days, I think that is a bigger thing than whether India won or England won or the manner in which the victory happened. So, my overall thing is, I think there's absolutely no problem. You do have five-day boring tests. You do have five-day fascinating tests. And similarly, two-day tests are something which is not too common. So, it's okay. I think we are okay yeah. to do that. Just that we, we as fans should figure out something else to do for the remaining three days. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. think that is the end of all pitch conversation. When the test match started, and this is not just from this test match, it was also the previous one to an extent. I was of the opinion, ki like, like my logic is that you make a pitch that at least tries to get like that lasts for five days. That's it. That's all I want. Uh, uh, and I don't know if that makes sense or not. It's just in the interest of test cricket. I want but then, you know, when you see how badly India, most of Indian batsmen also bad it, you know, you feel like, I mean, pitch ka kya hai? Kisi ko bhi nahi aata spin khelne ko, yaar. Kya hai farak padta hai, yaar. Absolutely. And the thing is, it's a day-night test also, right, Akash? So, the fact is, uh, you expect a lot more. You The whole concept of twilight, uh, I had put a tweet saying that England tactically ma- made sure they didn't bat in the twilight session. Yeah. So, yeah. Both <laughs> basically, time. yeah, both times. So, in all day-night tests, usually the twi- twilight season is, uh, twilight session is what is very hard. But uh, this time, it seems like the twilight session was the easiest of all. So, yeah, uh, so, you know, uh, Ashwin and Kohli have said what they've said about the pitches. Uh, you had, There are some videos doing the rounds of Ravi Shastri saying things like pitch ko nikalo, equation se, hamara objective hai ke 20 wicket lena, whatever the pitches. And this has been India's, you know, attitude for the last, since they've been winning consistently. Mm-hmm. I think for the last three years, four years. Uh, so, like you said, Gaurav, okay, it's just something maybe people are talking about just for the sake of talking about it. But uh, 
what is this like ashwin said this what who is setting these rules my my argument is these are some very anglicized rules of cricket like you know that concepts of cricket rather that we've come to take as given like it's gospel almost yeah it's gospel so what what do you do you agree with this do you think the game is highly anglicized see i don't know how many people follow every single press conference every single match uh, what people ask etc so our memory and our knowledge generally is very biased most of our opinions are very biased that's my view so there have been lot of pitches which have come under lot of criticism uh, even in australia i remember melbourne uh, one ashes test match was rated poor because basically alistair cook kept batting 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 you couldn't do anything and then once cook got out whether i think he even carried his no i think he just got out and then uh, steve smith batted 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 so you mm-hmm. have seen pitches like that which have got criticized which have got poor rating so like people don't go into the depth of uh, these kind of analysis before commenting so i won't say it's it's an anglicized thing in um, that aspect just that people need to understand that the game throws up has too many uncontrollables too many things which are not something you can plan for like whether this one the pitch pitch makes a big difference cricket is a unique sport that way in football and other sports which uh, you know the skill takes over most of the time conditions don't play such much, as much as a uh, uh, importance than cricket so the pitch is a big big aspect of the game and so the thing is sometimes you know these pitches also work against uh, the home team like we saw what happened to india against australia and pune if you guys yeah. remember in 2017 india was shot out for what 105 and 108 yeah. uh, so and monty panesar and graham swan also spun india out in 2012 so yeah. england actually had a good chance to win this match and if if england had won this all this talk about the pitch will not be there the talk would be about india's batting not able to play a quality spin and i'm sure we'll be asking let rahane get axed let's putra get axed so we'll start moving to the next uh, problem we have so i don't think all this is uh, we shouldn't stereotype any kind of comments my 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 only thing is that i think people should focus more on people should start doing more research and focus more on the the game and the skill level the skill is completely being taken out of the equation which i feel bad about i don't know if i've answered your question i just felt that uh, i think it was there was an answer there okay. uh, you know of while i was watching all of the different press interviews one of the ones i watched was with uh, uh, ajinkya and yeah. now it was like dekh dekh marathi mein answer de raha so i was like okay okay i need to watch this and <laughs> and you know it it's interesting where somebody asked about you know how how jinx has been playing against spin how jinx has been contributing and jinx had this answer where he was like boss nobody is doubting my contribution to this team when i have gone you know when they needed me i was there it was a genuine it you know even with kohli that first question that they asked kohli in the press interview was something about how everybody else has been playing and his answer was a one word no so i feel like this become like this <laughs> wall uh, that the team is erecting around itself when it comes to questions such as these which i think is a great move almost because you would never see ajinkya rahane be so assertive in saying listen i know what the fuck i'm doing okay so you shut the fuck up okay i have batted abhi mcg mein century maar ke aaya main do you think this is a good thing i think it's it's generally i think it's a positive uh, positive move by the indian team because the bullshit that gets talked by everybody including us on this podcast 
I think it it makes sense to completely shun us out. The the relationship between media and uh, players is has changed, evolved over time, uh, big time. At the same time, uh, if you see Australia and England, etc., their relationship with media is also very very professional and very different. So. Uh, some people take it in their stride some people are able to answer questions accept faults and they give it back to the media if at all they actually yeah. have have performed well so i think it's a phase uh, obviously now with social media and there's just too much information too many uh, just too many things to consume right so yeah. i guess we hear more and social media just amplifies a lot of these things so i think um, uh, I think what they're doing is okay. I I'm with you Akash on that. I think it's a new thing and I think let them continue building that wall. I I'm glad. Uh so uh I think uh we've had enough now sort of pitch discussion not just on our podcast I feel but there is just so much noise around this pitch that I kind of want to focus on something else a little bit. Uh, Gaurav you touched upon this is the skill in the game right now. Uh So if you look at England's team selection they are probably not with their best skill 11 right now uh, because of their rotation policy uh, Moeen Ali not being in the side Josh Butler who is also a good player of spin not being in the side uh, so is this now they've come out and said that this team selection is based on uh, a lot of mental health factors as well but how much uh data analysis goes into which player is to be rested when and what do you think they are building towards is it the t20 world cup now well, if i could sorry if i could interrupt this question and just take a step further back actually uh, uh just to kind of understand the data points we are collecting on these players first uh because i think any conversation on uh, analytics becomes thoda adhura if we don't look at just the basic data points we are catching we live in a world where during trump's election they had 111 data points on every single voter that was voting approx right so so i think with cricketers i'm sure that we are looking at way more metrics now than we were earlier especially with the availability of data uh, due to all of these franchise t20 tournaments so what are those data points first of all so good question so for starters definitely you won't have more than 111 data points so that is a myth i'm bur- bursting right away mm-hmm. but uh, uh, see the thing is there two kinds of data right one is performance on field performance and one is off field performance so on field is good it's pretty uh, uh, now it's very even like he, like akash rightly said uh, you do have uh, so many uh, franchise tournaments you do have so much data people know exactly what each person's strength and weaknesses you have enough data you have enough people analyzing now this entire workload management rotation comes from the off field performance data where sport science etc is involved and we have a long way to go in that aspect not only india generally the industry itself needs a, needs to catch up big time with the west in terms of other sports because um, yep like within cricket itself there's so much of disparity between say australia england and maybe even india bangladesh uh, sri lanka etc purely because one is adoption of the technology and then actually collecting all this information and making sense of that information and whatever uh, effort you put into performance on field performance data you need to do the same amount of investment and uh, uh, analysis on off field so for example uh, all these uh, players have some uh, wireless device uh, wireless uh, wes Uh, uh sensors uh, which capture certain data points like heart rate 
uh, what's their uh, pleasure, uh, pre, uh, BP, and you have bat sensors now, which is not allowed yet, but at least it, in training, it will tell you uh, uh, what's the speed at which you're hitting a particular shot, what's the power you're hitting a particular shot. So all this can be used. So you do have various technologies, but nothing is structured and nothing is placed in a way by which uh, a team can just hire a, a data scientist to look at all this information. So what Cricket Australia and South Africa and England all have done is they have kind they have a lot of high performance centers like the equivalent to the NCA, but they also include all the sports science and uh, where you have the data stored and where you have various people actually working on these things. So India needs to get there. We are getting there, but we just still focus a lot on biomechanics and a lot of visual coaching than. Uh, scientific coaching, if I might call that. So we are getting there. Maybe four or five years down the line in the NCA, you will have a, a four or five uh, data scientist sitting there and trying to call out when Rishabh uh, Pant is likely to get injured or when um, Jaspit Bumrah is going to break down. Do you think the technology is there? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Right? That's what yeah, Cricket yeah. Australia, Cricket uh, South Africa, Australia and England use. So they yeah, do collect all this information. So what are these things they're looking at? Like, are they looking at lactic acid buildup in the muscles and all? Or like... So they, uh, so what they do is uh, they have certain each bowler has its own uh, body type and they're prone to certain injuries. So those injuries have certain conditions, right? Certain stress on the muzzle and uh, how much, how many overs can someone put before this muzzle becomes uh, maybe there's a chance of injury. So there are obviously a lot of papers written on this aspect. And you have certain specialists, you have biomechanic, uh, biomechanics guys, you have your strength and conditioning coaches who know exactly at what point in time that the body is very tired. You play five days of, you saw Pat, let's, let's take the example of Pat Cummins. Man, in that entire format series, he even the last day in GABA, he was bowling as if it was the first day. It shows his fitness levels. It shows the fact that he's ready to come in and bowl at certain intensity, right? So maybe he could have lasted under two more tests. But the same cannot be said about, say, an Umesh Yadav, maybe. I'm just giving you names. I don't know about the... Or, or somebody else from Sri Lanka or the West Indies. We don't know. So, there are some bowlers who break down fast. So, this all this data can potentially be captured. Obviously, you need to invest money. You need to invest uh, people, uh, resources and do get enough sample to actually make it like make a decision based on that. So right now, I think what they're doing is, okay, we have 17 test matches, especially England. We have 17 tests this year. We have a T20 World Cup this year. Uh, we have uh, a lot of, uh, we have the Ashes. We have an India tour. So let's plan it. And they've just made sure that two or three uh, of their big players are missing. Uh, whether what they could have done is maybe chosen the tournaments better. Like I would have arrested a lot of guys from the ODI series. Because right. that's totally irrelevant now with the World Cup in 2023. Yeah. Uh, but I guess they didn't want to travel back just for those 10 days because all of them have to come back for the IPL. So that's a logistical problem now. But yeah. I think this day and age, which you can maybe, you could have sent them for the last two T20s. You know, T20 is just, um, you have a solid team and it's okay if Butler misses and nobody's really going to hound you if you lose the T20I series. You're not going to even yeah. remember these T20I bilaterals two years down the line. If I ask you what happened last India England T20 series, I, I don't I, I don't think all of us will just know it at the back of our head. So yeah. you can even randomly say England won two one, it might be right. So uh, <laughs> so uh, so that's where I had a small issue. I thought the Test series is always beating India and India is a huge thing, and yeah. uh, they won a Test match and they would like to have maybe played their full strength. So maybe choosing which series to uh, take a break could have been done better, but. 
again, uh, none of us have been in bio bubbles, so we have no idea how it really feels. So maybe it, uh, I'm sure it feels very hard and they've taken a policy. So it's a policy that England have taken. Yeah. So I'm totally okay with it. I'm okay with all teams doing this. But um, but to answer your question, you do have data points. You do have uh, sports science uh, to actually tell you when a particular player is likely to break down. So Australia, mm-hmm. Cricket Australia does that very well. And they have managed injuries like Pat Cummins uh, and James Pattinson, for that matter, who was very injury prone and managed to survive yeah, two, three yeah. years. So they they have a method to that whole madness. So we are getting there. I think India will get there maybe in three, four years. Do you? Uh, I've heard this about uh, football teams. Sorry, let me just uh, because we're on this. Uh, I don't know if this is true, but play uh, you know uh, in tournaments like uh, the Premier League and all. It's sort of decided from the beginning of the season what is going to be the starting eleven for the rest of the season. Is this true, and to what extent? Of course, it changes over time, you know, with other variables coming in. But does this happen? You're asking if this happens in cricket, or does it happen in football? Does it happen in football, and is this something that will is sort of we are starting to see in cricket as well? No, to be honest, I don't have an answer. I don't know about the football part, but definitely in cricket, it, I don't think we'll. Uh, We'll get there. That's okay. that's my view. I think it's uh, hmm. it needs to evolve a lot more. Data is not that um, prevalent and that uh, well accepted yet in cricket as it is in football and basketball and baseball and other sports in the West. We have a long, long way to go. What about in franchises? Is it further in franchises than in international cricket? That's see, what I was problem, also going to ask. The yeah. problem is the see the biggest difference, guys, is that franchise is only for two months, six mm. weeks, eight weeks. It's not like EPL where you play for ten months with the franchise and you come and play for the country once in four years with full josh. Mm-hmm. So that's not how it works. So if at all we move to a calendar where IPL is eight months and you have a marquee test series only happening, then what you say will happen. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's a big difference. So IPL uh, is still that's what, till we change the calendar, uh, this problem is always going to be there. Hmm. Uh, 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 couple of super chats also coming in, so we'll acknowledge those. Rashin Agarwal saying problem is the pitch with potholes, not spin pace pitch. I do not know the context of that, but cool man. I don't. I didn't see potholes. I did see a sandstorm though. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Harinder Singh, uh, thanks man for the super chat. He says, players like Samit Patel are playing in the county selection is an issue and rota- and on top of that, the rotation policy. Uh, yeah, but then I think there's always going to be good players who are playing domestic and not there. Man, where is Hanuma Vihari right now? You know what I mean? Like he's not being spoken about for World Test. <laughs> 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 yeah, so there we go. You know, so there are enough players who are always going to be uh, not there. Uh, any thoughts on this one, guys? I <laughs> no, okay. go for it, Yeah. <laughs> so there is this player called Surya Kumar Yadav, who has, in the eyes of several people uh, across several disciplines, been you know uh, deserving of a chance to play for India for many years now. H- have you met Amol Majumdar? I think it's just one of those things, you know, some people are just born at the wrong time, like Stuart McGill, you know, it's just you're the wrong place at the wrong time and you may be a fantastic cricketer, but you have a Shane Vaughan ahead of you, <laughs> you just never get to play. There's a fun, like, uh, 
Badrinath, uh, the Tamil Nadu cricketer who was very prolific in uh, the domestic oh, yeah. season. What, yeah. ha- what, like, just to say, just to uh, carry on with your point about being at the right place at the right time, they selected him for the ODI team. He played quite a lot of ODIs when he was a proper test cricketer. So the point is sometimes you get picked for the wrong format and your career ends. So uh, things can happen. And uh, like Surya, for example, might just get a couple of games and if he doesn't perform, he's gone. Uh, There's so many, even Aksar Patel for that matter. I've been telling you that this could be his last test match in a long, long time. If Jadeja comes back, there's no place for Aksar Patel unless he's again playing on these kind of pitches uh, coming back to India. And a guy like Nadeem, uh, poor guy got the first test and then where the pitches were so flat and suddenly. (laughs) So, uh, cricket is a tough, tough sport, especially in India, man. Too tough. But you know, with Nadeem, Akash had this point on one of our earlier episodes that yes, you know, conditions were tough. But what was inexcusable was the number of no balls he bowled. Yeah, and dude. that is something that was, you know, like very bad. Yeah, uh, like see, with Nadim, no one singular tear came down when he saw the pitch for the second match. But it was only down the trail of the previous singular tear that he bowled after each bloody no ball, dude. Kitna no ball, dude. I mean, and it's spin. It's good old-fashioned basic spin. You have to bowl 35 hours. No, no, no. He's not a spin bowler. He's a left-arm orthodox bowler. Okay. Sorry, sorry. Natural variation. Why not? Yes. I just felt it was a... I, I don't think it was just the pitch. I think it was just genuinely a letdown. Yeah, so uh, I think you've answered any more super chats, Akash? No, that's all the super chats, man. So, hey, that proves your theory wrong, man, Gaurav. People are willing to pay to ask questions. <laughs> Again, it's, yeah, not to you, but yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, so there was one more element uh, in the third test match that was kind of different from the rest of it was the pink ball. Now, a lot has been spoken about the pink ball in itself and, of course, the SG pink ball and the Dukes and the Kukabura and how each of them are different. Uh, there seems to be some lacquer coating uh, on this pink ball that people are talking about. Uh, Gaurav, what is like how much data do we have on pink ball matches given that County and Shield still play some domestic pink ball match like in Australia and England? But India, mein toh, I think one or two only have happened, right? Even yeah, domestic. The, the Leap Trophy games have happened, but hey, uh, I don't think data is still uh, relevant with respect to pink ball. You don't have enough sample and you can't make any kind of judgments. The ball itself, they've changed from last pink ball to this pink ball. They've changed a little bit. The SG manufacturers have told that we have tried to improve the ball. We're still figuring it out. So Mm. I think we have a long way to go with respect to that. And we're going to be playing what one test a series. So to get even a sample size of 15, 20 series, we need to wait for at least 10 years or six to seven years. So uh, I don't think data is going to be very useful. But these kind of insights from players, all of them have said it's kid, it's it's kid a lot. Yeah. So it is very hard to play. It uh, came on very quickly because these LBWs. I was wondering, Root is such a great player of spin. Yeah. Uh, why is why can't he just keep his bat in front of his pad and make sure he doesn't get LBW? But he got out almost like three times in like an hour. Uh, twice he was ripped retrieved by the um, uh, umpire's call and stuff. So. I'm sure there's a problem. Uh, we have none of us have really uh, faced a pink ball in these conditions, so we can't really just say that uh, uh, it has. Uh, uh, it's much more easier or difficult to bat. But most people have been uh, echoing the same thoughts. 
I think they need to get the balance somewhat right to at least make sure the match uh, uh, goes for all. In fact, all ping ball tests have yielded in results. It's not been a draw yet across the all over the world, and uh, mostly in Australia and England, especially in Australia, where the maximum ping ball test it helps fast bowlers definitely a lot. Mm. So, but yeah, mm. we don't have enough data to make any conclusions. Uh, I missed one super chat, which I'm going to acknowledge now, but. Uh... It is only for me, I assume, because Mahendra Singh says, "Two rupees ki Pepsi, Akash by sexy." I will take that because I think only two people on uh, right here believe it, man. It's you and me. Nobody else believes it, but it's true, and you know it. Okay, moving on. Uh, so yes, Gaurav is an analyst. He's worked with ESPN. He works for ESPN Cricket Four. He's worked with uh, uh, you. You work with ESPN Cricket Four. Yeah. And he's worked with the RCB, uh, and he's he's been part of the West Indian international team ka setup. He's been at IPL auctions, and we're discussing the last match. Are we still discussing the last match? Double is that something we're doing? Uh, yeah, not anymore. I I just want to talk about this one thing before we move on, and that is not Akshar Patel. I don't want to talk about Akshar Patel because uh, Gaurav already said like he is you know living on borrowed time sort of right now because as soon as Jadeja is back, we may not see Akshar. Uh, play test cricket for a while. Uh, so yeah, but he's going to be in the mix definitely given these performances. I want to talk about something that everyone says. You know, India is in the Indian team are great players of spin. Uh, Gaurav, do you think that statement still holds true, or did that stop being true after Lakshman, Dravid, Tendulkar, Kanguli, all of them went away? Uh, do you see these? Yeah, Pujara, yes, very good player of spin. Rahane, more often than not, but players like Virat Kohli, uh, the opening batsman, they are not, they are not quite there. Virat Kohli has a very visible uh, weakness for at least leg spin bowling. Thoughts on that? Not really. See again. I think Pujara and Kohli are top-notch players. Uh, I don't. I don't think Kohli has any um, weakness. He 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 knows how to play uh, a spin, and a lot of times, you know, he's gotten out. When you actually look at the numbers, when you dive deeper, you'll find more interesting patterns. Stuff like he doesn't get out to leg spin like very early and all. He averages pretty high against leg spin. Sometimes he may get out to leg spin often, but that doesn't mean he's weak. If you get what I mean, he might yeah. score seventy, eighty, and then he might get out. He, 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 he. So the situation is like that. So we can't go by raw numbers. I think um, within our uh, 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 within our team, the only person whom I think has an issue for quite some time is Rahane against spin in India, hmm. especially at home, and that yeah. is something which he may need to work on because he's got out to guys like Moeen Ali a lot of times. He's got out to Nathan Lyon a lot of times. So, um, Rahane is someone who may have to slightly maybe improve his game. But otherwise, he's okay. Pujara is amazing. This series is a, after a very long time, he's actually got out to left-arm spinner for uh, so so consecutively. He never does that. So, Pujara, this series is an exception. So, you can give it to him. Kohli, I don't think is a problem. Pant, is you know what he can do to spinners. So <laughs> you have Rohit and Gill, and Rohit's been outstanding. If yeah, yeah. we cannot really criticize Rohit Sharma, especially so, uh, yeah. So I I may have to disagree there. Uh, yes, he, they may be getting out more to spin, um, but if you have only spinners bowling, what can they do? They can't really do much to get out to quick bowlers. So 
I don't have too much of an issue. Maybe Rahane at home is the only, uh, maybe the only weakness according to me from a spin perspective. Interesting. Uh, yeah, because I was thinking something else, but uh, I'm glad you've uh, opened my eyes to this. Maybe, uh, you know. It doesn't, doesn't even sound like he freaking believes it. When <laughs> I have my beliefs. I will, I will continue to tell people, no, 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 India was great players. Was <laughs> and now so this is all Kohli. Usko like spin bowling nahi aata hai. Kya kar rahe ho tum log? Somebody uh, has commented saying, Pant versus bald spinners. <laughs> I feel like that's a documentary in itself. <laughs> the last time I watched Virat Kohli batting live was when Australia was here and uh, they were playing the dreadful ODI at one Khede and uh, Kohli hit a 6 of a Zampa or a 4. He pulled it to backward square leg and the next ball he gave the catch back to Zampa. So, yeah. and uh, yeah, and then Finch and Warner just did not get out. So, yeah, I think Virat Kohli cannot play leg spin. Of course, my opinions are so great. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, moving on uh, from the shitty opinions about Kohli's batting. Uh, the fourth now, test now looking forward Now shitty opinions about the fourth test. Yes, now <laughs> shitty opinions about the fourth Hit test. the like button if you have not already. Please hit it. It is a nice. Tell your friends this is happening. Okay. Uh, so... Uh, when this se- before this series started, Akash had this uh, club. It was called the 4-0 club. <laughs> After the test, first test match, it became the 3-1 club. Uh, Gaurav, do you think it's going to be a 3-1 or a 2-1? 3-1. Yes, yes. You know, I've. how do you say this? How do you have this conviction? How do you guys do it? Like, I know that, you know, it's not like beating India in India is very, very difficult, in, especially in the recent past. How? Where, where is this conviction coming from? So, uh, forget the conviction. So, before the series started, I'll tell you a story. I'll tell you two stories. So, before the India-Australia series, we have a friend, so a hardcore cricket WhatsApp group. So, we keep taking predictions and we try to track it at the end of the series. So, obviously, India-Australia, I think... 95% of the people said 4-0 Australia or maximum it was 3-1 Australia. Nobody had India 2-1. But for some reason, when we took the predictions for India-England, almost 90% had 3-1. I don't know what made people think that England will win a test uh, and not everybody had 4-0. So nobody gave England a chance, but people gave England a chance to win a test. So the reason could be because uh, England are one of the better teams in uh, subcontinent coming here. They're well prepared. They won 2-0 in Sri Lanka, which could have influenced uh, the pe- people's conviction even more. And the fact that they won the toss in Chennai obviously helped the first test uh, because that was an important toss to win considering that uh, it was such a flat uh, pitch. Uh, but see, now there's so much mental baggage they carry with the second and third test. And now first test... Uh, they were figuring out where excessive spin. Then the third test, they started playing for excessive spin and got out to straight balls. So now I wonder what they're going to plan. So you plan for excessive spin or you plan for straight balls? I don't know. Then you will suddenly see um, Mohamed Siraj or Umesh Yadav coming and reversing and taking five wickets. So don't be surprised. Yeah. So uh, England may plan everything they want for spin and you will see your fast, fast bowlers bowling very well uh, tomorrow. So I think it's very hard to beat India and India. You need to 
carry the momentum. That's where Australia missed a big chance in 2017 because they won the first test and they dismissed uh, India for 180 in the second uh, test first yeah. innings and took a lead of 80. So they were this close to winning a series. And if you remember England in 2012 and South Africa in 2010, when they were all successful teams, they all won early. England won 2-1 uh, before the going into the fourth test, they were 2-1 up. South Africa you won the first test in both uh, times, 2008 and 2010. So you need to carry on that momentum, which is why I felt if England needed to win the series, they should have won the second test. Mm. They should have competed better there. But that's why I feel that India is going to win easily. Uh, Maybe yeah, we can predict how many days the test will go. I oh, say, yeah. I, I say India will bat first, so I think it will go for four days. You know, we are doing so. The next one we are doing is Deepdas Gupta, and we literally told sir that uh, sir, you know, tell us when it will end. We are, we are, we are ready. We are ready from Friday onwards. Okay, <laughs> like any night, it could be any night. Good, you uh, start Friday and not Thursday. So no, 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 not that cocky. Also, not yet. इंस्टाग्रामीजर So please follow it, and uh, if you not already logged on to the Discord, you should because every day at the end of every day of the Test match, we do an end of days play there. We do a whole bunch of other exclusive stuff that goes only on Discord, so you should shop, follow that as well. The link is in the description below. Uh, one more super chat coming in from Shreyas Andi, 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 Andi. Why not? Uh, Shreyas is saying, "Love you guys," and do you feel? Thanks, man. I love you too. Uh, do you feel Kohli will score a century anytime soon? Looking at his form, I feel Rohit will stream low, stream roll England in ODIs and T20s. Uh, yeah, Rohit, I think something changed in that man after the World Cup, man. Like it's one of those your daughter was born and then you became a new, and it just feels like this is the Rohit I always wanted to watch. Like a slight, like not overly more responsible Rohit, but like a slightly more responsible Rohit still pulls obsessively. But still manages to get great number of runs. Uh, how do you how do you think Rohit is looking in terms of this last match and the next two? Amazing, right? Uh, every time, irrespective of the kind of pitch, he seems to be the one who looks the best, who seems most comfortable. Hardly any uh, chances. Doesn't edge so much. And I don't know. The more we see Rohit now, we feel that he should have been playing for the last ten years, and he should have been. What ten thousand, eight thousand runs by now, along with Kohli, and somehow you get that feeling. But hey, I guess that's how life is. Uh, I think he's really good. Hopefully, he can have a peak like Michael Hussey did for Australia. He came in only at thirty and had an outstanding uh, Test career. Yeah. So maybe yeah. Rohit, Rohit could finish on a high. Who knows? He could average fifty-five, sixty. Uh, a a, 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 a sentiment of my own heart. I feel like Rohit is at that place in his career where. either he ends his career as one of the greatest all formats batsman of all time ever or he ends his career as one of the greatest white ball batsman of all time ever there is nothing in between these two. like you know there's nothing beyond these two now so i think True. either way he should just have fun now yeah <laughs> i think so and that really helps like doing yeah that huh? really that really helps yeah. he, he has the game for all conditions just that we need to give him more opportunities i guess yeah. 
for those of you watching who are fond of making us do random things so that you hit the like button i can let you know hit like because i just got tested negative for covid again okay moving on uh moving on uh, so there is uh 3121 we've spoken about there is now a question uh for england i think several questions for england uh, with regards to their team selection uh, they dropped rory burns for uh, johnny bester rory burns was looking good sort of he was looking like one of their better batsmen for some of those innings huh. that he played cool uh then there is ben folks who is uh, arguably the best keeper for england and has looked more comfortable than the others while playing vicious spin that is being thrown at him so is there a case for now dropping johnny bairstow and bringing in someone like rory burns back this is like i don't there's absolutely numbers there nothing will tell you will give you a sure indicator that burns is going to really score a wonderful 227 not out that's nothing nothing tells me nothing, that right yeah. Yeah. so besto is supposed to have been the better player of spin and that's why they've even bought him here he's had yeah. some good ipl knocks and generally he looked good in sri lanka as well so uh, i don't think i i don't think that's a change i would do and rory burns is a left hander who ashwin will easily uh, get him out pretty easily whenever the chance comes so i think i'll continue with besto i don't think i'll make too many changes i expect dom best to come back um mm. and i think he needs to be there they let the pitch wrong so i don't think we'll see broad anderson and archer and i think instead of broad you might see uh, best and uh, i don't see any other change to be honest broad is, is just a stow away for them yes. in this tour and dom bess is england's kuldeep yadav the management has no faith in him but now they have to play him unless they can find there, a natarajan if they can find a natarajan somewhere in the england squad kuldeep will not play uh just, just, to, just to answer the just to acknowledge the second part of that super chat because the chat realized ki humne wo part answer nahi kiya uh kohli ka form dekhke uh I mean, again, this question of when will Kohli score a century has been floating around for far too long. I think he will score a century when he scores it. No, like <laughs> the expectations are so high for him. Even Steve Smith, the uh, poor guy, just had one, what zero, one, and one thirty or something like that, and immediately the, everybody they like, got super. Uh, critical about him and then he comes back and scores a century and 80 against india in the third test so i think benchmarks are too high and we are just generally obsessed with these centuries and it's not like if he scores a century we are going to stop telling anything about kohli i'm sure if he doesn't uh, he scores a century and a few ducks or does not score 15 in the next two matches he's i think what he scored 250s already this series right yeah yeah what more do you need he has scored a 15 in the last The first. Uh, If Rohit scores one sixty one, what can Kohli do now? Kohli. Ah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you tell Akash this. You tell Akash. Don't he also wants to remove Virat Kohli from the Indian team only. That's bullshit. I just <laughs> said he's not the best wide ball captain we have to offer, and you know this. Don't twist my words. Or <laughs> or Virat Kohli should now like just manage RCB and you know. I think he should. Now. I think he's crossed a hundred million. Uh, subscribe Instagram followers. I think he should get a Netflix stand-up special. 
uh, Abhishek Chandra coming in with a super chat saying, do you think Rohit's flamboyancy is as equal or less as Sehwag? Both of them plays as they like to and Rohit should become X as opportunity grab. I don't know what that means. Uh, uh, but okay. Uh, oh, he should become X. I don't know what X means. <laughs> is, is that a, who's X? No, uh, Rohit's flamboyancy definitely something worth talking about. Uh, uh, but I don't know if I don't think I agree about the idea that Rohit, Rohit doesn't listen to anybody when he plays, like Sevag used to at least. This is a lovely YouTube clip which is going on about Sachin. They, they recreated a person has recreated Sachin's and Rohit, as in parallelly, whatever shot Sachin played, they show the same shot that Rohit has also played. Really nice video. You should, I'll try to get the link for you guys. You should watch it. Okay. Just 15, uh, sorry, one minute of Rohit and uh, Sachin. Oof. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, but thanks, man. Thanks for the super chat, Abhishek. I guess they are very different in that regard. Uh, Sehwag and, and Rohit. So I guess the answer is that you can't really compare their flamboyancy. Uh, again, Rohit is just gorgeous to look at more than a flamboyant style of cricketer. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, he's just gorgeous to look at. With Sehwag, it's like, you don't know what's going to happen next. And he's just playing because usko chaska hai, Which I don't think, with Rohit, there is no chaska. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Rohit na looks like he's coming to work. And he's coming to enjoy it. Like, he's a Mumbai Strokes of, certain strokes of Rohit are like... I think nobody in the Indian team. Now they started, they already were Shubman Gill with after one yeah. test, they started comparing him with Rohit. I think it was so unfair. <laughs> Poor guy. Rohit is like miles apart. Shubman Gill, he used to practice with some thousand bouncers a day or something yeah. like that. 1500 bouncers a day and four liters of cow's milk and a badam and handstand and jogging. Uh, Shreyas uh, Andi has come back with another super chat saying, Bhai is pronounced Andi. He's written it as A-N-D-H-I as if to help the pronunciation. But it does not because it is Andi or Andi. This is Every time that guy says something, he says it with a super chat. So now he's creating more confusion. That's such a disgusting <laughs> motive to attribute to me. Again, once again. Why do you think I am so dastardly though, well, that you would attribute such activities to me? Uh, <coughs> I don't know, man. I get that vibe from you. <laughs> the vibe. Uh, uh, we will definitely, Ashwin, thank you for the super chat. We'll definitely, he says, love you guys. Please discuss about IPL venue and predict top four. We'll get into IPL once we're done with the test, 100%. Uh, moving on, Dhawal, forward and onward with the test match that is coming upwards. Bumrah is not there. Mumrah is getting married. Mumrah ki shadi mein kaun naachega? If everybody is in the bio bubble. All these are questions. On Bro, I think this is Bumrah's ideal situation. I think he's the kind of person who didn't want to call any of these guys to his wedding. And uh, he's gotten away with it because they're all playing a series. And he'll say pandemic, pandemic. And But who is he getting married to? We don't know. Do we care? Hmm... And no, no, we don't no, care. We are we not don't. getting into fucking gossip here. Please. Yeah. The only gossip we do is with regards to bat and ball, not the wives and children of uh, the people who play with the bat and ball. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I wanted to ask where is Ben Stokes, but uh, 
nobody knows where he is he's only like a thing that happened in the first test and then he somehow went away uh, because he has been uh, so sufficiently negated that we do not miss him uh, yeah the conditions just don't allow for him uh, you know so kai fayda usko rakhe i guess i guess it's so, it's not just the conditions it's some insane amount of skill from india to keep him quiet and i think that is going to continue into the fourth test so before we move on from the fourth test uh god of predictions like you said uh, you can start with the toss that you already said india is going to win and bat first uh how many days this match is going to go into four days four days uh akash you are also four days ha uh, because it has to go till sunday dekho do bar aisa allowed nahi hai warna fir badkega bcci ki tum log ko kis cheez ka paisa diya hai ha kaise bichega bikega rogan josh Huh? So it's very important. Okay. So uh, yeah, I think I'll go with four days as well. Uh, got a first inning score for India. Wow. Uh, Now you're stretching my uh, from a proper data analyst. You're making me some astrologer now. Yes. <laughs> That's what. This is what we do here. <laughs> okay. For your satisfaction, let me say four hundred and seventy-three India with Kohli scoring a century. Oh. There you go. The this is a data analyst prediction, huh? You may say it as an astrologer, but we are going to say a data analyst has predicted this. Sure. <laughs> Misquoting okay. left, right, and please center. add the words machine learning and artificial intelligence and uh, neural networks and all that. Okay. Yeah. Starlink. Uh, this this is brought to you by Starlink. Starlink. Hey, don't say brought to you and all bastard. <laughs> Otherwise, YouTube will say you have taken money. Listen, nobody is paying us except for super chats. Ah, just letting you know. Not, not. Yeah. Not speaking yet. Of which, speaking of which, Abhishek Chandra gives a super chat and says, as an example of giving opportunity, opportunity and converting. I don't know what this is with regards to, but thank you. I will take it as a contribution to our chip fund. With six hundred people watching, I am telling this to you, Sakshat. With six hundred people plus watching, Ki Virat Kohli is going to get a century. Okay, in this in this test match, I don't know which innings, but he's going to get a century because. nobody is as upset about kohli not getting a, a century as kohli okay i think there is nobody on this planet who is harder on on him than he is you can see it already i think there are several small bruises on his knuckles because so many mirrors he's been punching into saying kidare century kidare century so i think there is a 100% chance of that century happening uh, was it uh, was it the bangladesh team that broke some glass door during some tournament The Nidahas Trophy final. No, no, it was not Bangladesh doing Nidahas Trophy. It was somebody doing World Cup final. Do you remember this car? Or somebody had closed the door very hard and it had broken. Uh, thrown a chair at the door or something. Shakib, right? Shakib, no, Shakib, yeah. What? I think so. That was on Nidahas. That was. Did Nidahas only? I think. I think oh. when Dinesh Karthik did what he did to them, uh, okay. either that or when uh, uh, when Hardik took that uh, two wickets against them in the last over. इंटरेस्टेड इन तुम लोग को पता नहीं होगा जनता बट न्यूजीलैंड की जिम्बाब्वे और अफगानिस्तान एक दूसरे को खेल रहे थे लास्ट दो दिन से जो दो दिन ही चला है टेस्ट मैच बाय द वे फोर इनिंग्स फोर इनिंग्स या 
फोर इनिंग्स इन टू डेज प्रेडोमिनेंटली क्योंकि अफगानिस्तान जस्ट कुड नॉट हैंडल न्यूजीलैंड बोलिंग हाउ दैट सॉरीजीलैंड फॉर सम रीजन आई डोंट नो वॉट टू डू ऊपर से अगेन जिम्बाब्वे अगेन यू नो दर कैप्टन हिटिंग सेंचुरी इन दैट सेकेंड इनिंग्स शॉन विलियम्स या सो समबडीज यू नो एक जिम्बाब्वे का प्लेयर सेंचुरी मारा तो लगा कि हाँ ये लोग जिंदा है Uh, you know lawaris team bichari it feels nice to see them play goro uh, did you follow the match by any chance yeah i have to follow it but i couldn't watch it i was focusing more on watching the australia new zealand t20 actually i found that mm. more exciting but i think rashid khan's absence was a big blow i think they've been winning most of their test matches which they won rashid plays a big role and uh, i'm sure he wouldn't have allowed zimbabwe to score that many runs in the second innings which in their first innings and maybe the lead would have been much shorter and things would have changed but afghanistan as a team we focus so much on their bowling right we know the mujibs and the rashids and the fast bowlers and they're good t20 batsmen but the zazais of the world shehzads of the world are all good t20 batsmen but they have a long way to go in test match batting i think we've seen that now we've seen glimpses of that uh, even when they uh, had a test against india so they have a long way to go with their batting department but the bowling looks still um, very uh, pretty impressive so they're going pretty fast these tests will only help them improve yeah i think and it's one of those situations where you really always want to like we were discussing this on the podcast earlier also is ki like if you're watching a test match you want both teams to be equally matched you don't want ever there to be a situation where one team is overly stronger than the other one uh, i kind of felt that all of a sudden with so you, nobody with should play india yeah, no No, no, no. They, but Akash is right. There are like kind yeah. of slowly two tiers coming up in Test cricket itself. Yeah. I see Australia, England, uh, India, New Zealand at one tier, and even South Africa have been on a decline of late. So, so all the others are at one tier. But so that's another model which I think they should start exploring. ICC that I, at least I believe that have a two-tier system. Have a one to instead of the World Test Championship as such, have one to four and five to eight or one to five and whatever six to ten, and then. Have a tier system. Play within your tier, uh, groups. You do well. You come up, and the bottom two teams go down f- and have a relegation. And mm. and if I if I'm getting to see India, Australia, England, and New Zealand uh, play regularly, home and away, even three test matches. That way, you can play. New Zealand can play five test series, which they are constantly. They never get opportunities. They always play two tests, and uh, they finish. So. that's a model i would like to see at some point and have a, a larger t20 window so that way you slowly uh, i think the game will also uh, move forward you will have more competitive test matches and uh, there's a concept of this whole relegation and you'll suddenly see west indies do well there and then move up and come and compete against india australia who yeah. knows it could work and that's something we've been hoping for think, for the do you think then yeah uh do you think then we could see something like uh, you have to qualify to play five day test matches <laughs> and the second tier plays four day test matches maybe uh, possible like but it that. makes so much sense right for a board to that be would be like a nightmare for uh, statisticians though right already a lot of things have happened with the bbl statisticians have all gone for the oh the news must be really fucking with everything <laughs> Yeah, it's talking about stats, some interesting stats. My colleague gave me this uh, evening. There's a, a Zimbabwean player called Blessing. Blessing. Uh, let me Mab- let me get I his know. pronunciation right. Blessing Muzarbani. Muzarbani. So, interestingly, he's played only two tests in his career, and both tests have been two days. <laughs> 
So that's uh, one against South Africa, which they lost badly, and now they won yeah. against Afghanistan. Interesting start to his Test career. Yeah, he's a blessing for the team. Uh, I okay. बोलना नहीं बोलने का ही नहीं मेरे को कुछ भी Australia New Zealand okay that is also happening an inconsequential bilateral T20I series is happening in the Trans Tasmanian Trans Tasmanian rivalry as they call it uh, Ashwin said Devon Conway was four days too late uh, with his 99. Uh, then Simon Dool said what he said. Uh, he called rubbish Wait, Australian players. He said uh, it has happened in the past and it happens too often that quality New Zealanders uh, get overlooked for rubbish Australian players or something to that effect. Uh, so, uh, Gaurav, you said that you know you've been following this series. Uh, before we come to anything. uh we'll discuss player performances uh starting with Aaron Finch he has been on a steady sort of downward spiral when it comes to t20 cricket uh but i think the australian uh, management has been quite vocal about the fact that mm-hmm. he is going to be the uh, captain when it comes to the world cup i think george bailey said this yeah so uh and just today he hit what 92 runs not i don't think 90 right i think it is 60s yeah 62 runs sorry yeah so uh, thoughts on finch and his form and his position in the team <sighs> so australia generally have a knack of um backing these players a lot i i keep saying that with full respect to guys like matthew wade michel marsh these guys keep coming back and back and they keep backing so when they do that for those guys finch needs to get the same kind of treatment and and this has happened to finch before the 2019 world cup also in the odi format and just before the world cup he scored a 100 in india when they won the series in india if you remember in 2019 and then they went to uh, pakistan uae and they won i think 5-0 there and uh, suddenly in the world cup he scored a couple of good centuries and he came back to form so world cup is a long time away and he's a captain you don't want to mess around now with changing captains and see t20i is something the t20 format um, uh, just something for the uh, viewers to educate them that this form and all that is like too overrated man especially in t20 uh, you play now in march and then you come back in you play what what in july august suddenly you come and play it's especially t20is i don't know i don't see too much uh, for form but in tournament like ipl i totally understand it's very relevant because you have 14 matches only you need to win 7 or 8 to qualify you don't want to be carrying players to see that hopefully like yes dhoni did it with chain watson for example it worked but that's a very very rare case you don't want to be carrying so there's a lot of swapping and changing which happening because you have their temporary uh, goals but this is australia world cup finally he needs to perform those four out of at least one out of those four games you know it's more than enough you don't need to score, score in all four games and t20s you can't score consistently it's mm. practically impossible unless you're babar azam or virat kohli it's basically impossible to score uh, consistently so you know five match how i analyze or how i rate a judge a player is like if he's winning me one match one in what four five games as a top order batsman i think we're okay even in an ipl for that matter you you take 14 games i don't i can't expect the same player to win all games eh? i need seven wins to qualify i look at it that i need eight wins to qualify if four four of my players can do it for me i'm okay so one player just effectively needs to win two 
that's how T20 teams are set up. That's how you have match winners. So, uh, out of these five matches, you saw Maxwell, right? Today, he just completely uh, demolished New Zealand and he yeah. won the match for them. That's it. He's done. What about Wade? You have Stoinis, you have other players who need to step up and do it. So, so that's what you expect. So, you give them a lot of, you give them a long run and people will forget, man. People forget just because now BBL and this happened uh, next to each other. People remember it. Let me see in, when they come in August when they're playing West Indies in West Indies. Nobody will talk about Finch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Similarly, there is uh, also Jimmy Nisham in New Zealand. But before we go to that… Are you a uh, Mumbai I, Indians fan? Yeah. Out of all the players, you've uh, randomly chosen Jimmy Nisham. Yes. Let's talk about Riley. Let's talk about Riley Meldit. I am a Mumbai Indians fan, but I am also a Jimmy Nisham fan. And, Who's not? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. right. Especially if you're any, social media. anywhere near Twitter, yeah. uh, you are. A, you just will become a Jimmy Nisham fan. But before we move to his uh, individual comments, I, I just want to ask you this question. Uh, you said form is not that important, especially in T20s. But T20 as generally as a sport. Is it more a game of percentages that you're playing than the actual sport of cricket? Because everyone has this hitting power, right? Like every batsman now can hit clear boundaries. The fielders are really not a thing. And we've had the discussion, This is does anyone need to be an anchor in a T20 innings? Because it's, you know, this 120 balls, you spread it out over your 10 batsmen, okay, 12 balls. But obviously not all 10 are always going to bat. So you have literally six or seven players, about 15 to 20 balls, most batsmen will get to play in a T20 innings, top and middle order and lower order will get like maybe seven or eight balls in every T20 innings. So is it just so now, you just said this, so I'm still going to ask you, is T20 more statistics driven than the other forms of the 100%, game? 100%, 100%, no doubt about it. It, owes, it gives itself to so much tactics and strategy, which people don't, uh, maybe a casual fan may not just understand while watching uh, an IPL game or something. Yeah. There's so much of tactics, nuances, where you set the field, which bowler to bring when, how do I use my batsman, how do I use my resources? Awesome. Uh, uh, like, I'll give you a simple example. One of the because Mumbai Indians is your favorite team and it's a, it's a team which uses data extensively and does amazing planning based on analytics and stuff. Uh, a 10th bolt has never done well uh, in the IPL, right? Uh, he's been a pretty uh, very average bowler in the IPL, gets uh, hit in the death and has never done anything uh, of a major... Um, for someone whom you can like say, I want 10 bolt in my team. Nobody, no franchise is going to go back. But... but for Mumbai Indians, last year he did extremely well. One of the primary reasons which uh, he did well was because he had Jaspreet Bumrah bowling at the other end. Not not in terms of tips or anything, in terms of the way a batsman approaches uh, to and bolt. Right? He knows that Bumrah is going to be bowling at the other end. I may not be able to score too many runs. So, I need to maximize my power play. So, he will go slightly a bit more aggressive against Trent Bolt. And that allows his swing. And that's where his swing, etc. comes into the picture. So, these are something I call as bowling partnerships. So, uh, who bowls with whom? So, the person who bowls the next over after Rashid Khan, again, tactically, as a captain, you need to know how to use these bowlers. So, uh, you you can't bowl your fifth bowler after bowling Rashid Khan because mostly that over is going to go for a lot of runs. The batsman intent will be to score because they have not maximized Rashid Khan's uh, over. 
so who bowls before and after a particular good bowler matters which bowlers you attack matters which phase of the game you attack so all this gives rise to a lot of data and obviously to answer your question yes data is a big big deal in t20s hmm. and it slowly gets picked up to tests and odis that's where i have a problem that's why people need to be slightly more smart there's certain things which may not you can't just carry over extend t20 strategies into odis and tests it may not just work out for example matchups uh, you have just four overs you have the batsman is always looking to attack so if somebody is very weak against uh, leg spin in t20s that's not mean he will be weak in odis because you have 10 overs there you can build your innings you can you don't need to attack every ball you might be settled and then you can launch whereas in t20s that's why you see lot of bowlers uh, giving a uh, lot of captains giving the uh, ball to a certain bowler as soon as a batsman comes or as soon as a type of bowler if a batsman comes so that's why that's why i say data is very useful in t20s uh Yeah, like so, we've seen uh, some uh, some teams, especially in the BBL, etc. They use a bowler just to bowl the first over. Some uh, some part-time bowler because they know that batsmen don't attack the first over. They want to settle down, so quickly they squeeze in one over. So these things are all. Do you think uh, it's also because of the abundance of data? Because yeah, there are yeah. way more matches happening as well. Absolutely, uh, and uh, see, the conditions don't really matter. So Akash mm-hmm. makes a good point. Uh, like what I what I mean is, Test cricket India go to say New Zealand once in four years. so my technique would have changed so many things would have changed so what i what data i analyze in new zealand is of no use i can only analyze what what new zealand played against say west indies the year before to just to have a rough idea of the conditions whereas t20 is a completely different ball game because conditions kind of are thrown out of the window i the context too much the intention intention is still to hit sixes and like yeah. andre dasal for example if he's going to be weak against the bouncers in the pakistan super league or in the bbl he's likely to be weak even in the ipl because the intention for him is always going to be trying to hit a six he's not going to come there and look to change technique and leave the ball etc he's still going to try to hit so people end up making the same mistakes uh yeah so i uh, i'm my point over here was also this discussion that we have been having uh, the role of an anchor in a t20 innings uh, the anchor batsman that you so often see in odis uh who virat kohli does this very often is this you think in your opinion is an anchor literally wasting ball when he was scoring 80 or 60 so i've done a lot of research on this topic it's a, it's also a topic which is always created a lot of debates and all that i have done my um it's not something like i've not come to some conclusion just based on my own opinion without any uh, just subjectively i've looked at various uh, having worked with teams and coaches and spoken to a lot of players you know there's certain things which data and we as fans don't realize okay that's where i feel um like one is the role of this anchor it's not that every ball every match you can just go bang 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 hit uh, sixes and sometimes the situation the swing the conditions there's certain times where you can your wicket is actually maybe slightly more important because let me give an example if say virat kohli is batting so as an op- opposition team yes kohli might be 10 of 12 balls or 10 of 8 balls as a opposition team you are always concerned that hey kohli is still batting kohli is still there you know uh, the fact that he is there itself makes them for example because kohli is there they will not bring in uh, a particular bowler or they may bring in uh, they might bring in a jaspreet bumrah because they want to get kohli out and if he says that 
it actually opens up a spot for some other weaker bowler to bowl in the death. These things are something which you just can't see as a fan. You see only 10 of 12 balls. So I, my personal opinion for this anchor question is, I think every team needs an anchor, at least just, but not more than one. Hmm. So you believe, and that anchor should be a player who is consistently playing a large number of balls, like in every match. For example, he should have an average number of balls he faces should be about 20-25. Because what I've seen with these anchors also, like the Virats and the Canes and the Barbers of the world, if they play 20-25 balls, suddenly towards the end, they're able to really up the ante. Their problem is the start. So if if they're going to do this for me consistently, 5 out of 10 times, I am totally okay. What what that what that helps me is to have a team. I build a team around that. So if I have an anchor, I have another six seven really good hitters, and mm. then I'll make sure the anchor bat so that all six seven can always go and consistently attack because they know that hey, Kohli is still there. Kohli but is I there. Feel I, like, you know, the 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 ideal situation would be what Mumbai does, right? Where you know that there are multiple players who can switch playing style and play longer when required. That's right. really the ideal yeah. situation where one of your openers you know is going to play 2025. One person in the middle order you know is going to play 2025 if required. Uh, and I think that's what the ideal balance should be. Right? Absolutely. So, uh, like a Surya Kumar Yadav and Ishan Kishan, for example, may not be Absolutely. performing at the same level in some other team. The reason they are performing so high and they are able to uh, change gears is because they know there is a Polar and a Hardik Pandya still coming. So, they know even if they get out the run rate's not going to reduce and stuff. Yeah. So, so that means teams have to start building up. So the Indian team then needs to have a top seven where they know that the six and seven, for example, are Hadik Pandya and Rishabh Pant. And they know that these guys are going to, I need to give them enough balls by the 12th or 13th over so that they can start smashing it and take a score. So if that's like Akash says, if that's the approach, then a guy like Kohli needs to change. Now, again, one more very important aspect about cricket is the first innings and the second innings. Both are completely different beasts altogether. So, my, according to me, an anchor is more important than the second innings. You see the likes of Barber, you see the likes of Kohli, when they, when you have a target in mind, they are amazing. So, you need that. You need that player because chasing requires you to understand when to go and when not to go. This, this becomes a problem batting first because sometimes you don't know what your target is. So, you fall short by 10-15 runs. So, this is a very common problem which players face. But I still believe that the mindset should slightly… So, that's why you should build a team like that. You shouldn't drop these anchors. These anchors should be there. Batting second, you give them maximum balls possible because I'm confident they will win it for you. Because they know exactly how to approach it. They know when to accelerate. They can afford to play slowly in the beginning. But when you're batting first is when you need to have others surrounding them going bang-bang from ball one. To nullify that uh, gap. Because… you might fall 10-15 runs short, which you will not realize. You will realize only after the game. That's my view. Hope it was clear. Oh yeah. Do, do we? Is it time, Dhawar? Do we finally get to talk about the IPL mega auction? Because we are. That's the last thing we're going to talk about. But it's like the most annoying thing that annoys both of us. This whole mega yeah. auction bullshit. Why is there a mega auction? Like, why are you not letting teams build? Every few years, you take these teams, who some of them have, you know, built amazing teams, Mumbai, for example, and you just take a stone and throw it at their pyramid and be like, ha ha, now do it again. Nacho mere liye. What is this nonsense? Yeah? Why? Why? Why can we not have a model? Akash suggested more like a draft. 
uh i was thinking like you know more academies where you grow players and you know they graduate on to this why is this mega auction a thing good question but you're asking the wrong person because i'm a big fan of mega auctions Ugh. and auctions in general no, yes so we let know me, let me give you a strategy <laughs> and okay before we let go to that auction strategist okay who has worked with this team from bangalore uh they recently released a video of mike hessen talking about how uh, steve smith will not go for four crores and for over four crores and he was willing to bet a uh, dinner on it uh good taste bad taste uh, was this video uh, funny or just cocky or what uh, no, i think see as a fan this is what I, somebody else asked me the same thing as a fan i would love to see such videos uh, we don't get such content behind the scenes how teams plan etc so i am totally okay with it i don't read too much into all these things yeah, i would like all teams to do it i am very curious to see how mumbai indians for example plan stuff so um, of course you are everybody all seven teams are very curious to see how mumbai indians plan stuff as long as it's very natural i'm totally okay with that so i don't have a issue with that at all so i like yeah. rcb's uh, digital game i think they've really aced it uh, last season yeah. so yeah uh, i wish all eight teams do this okay now tell and us why you like mega auction no it's not about like see the tournament has been one of the closest over the last 4 5 years every tournament has gone to the last day last match and have been decided by net run rates etc so to kind of maintain that equality is where this auction comes into the picture uh, i get your point building a team which is why they give this whole concept of retention you retain 4 5 people and you retain your best players so mumbai indians have worked hard to get hardik pandya jasprit bumrah kunal pandya they are giving them the option to retain them but Uh, say a guy like Surya Kumar Yadav is a person I think you might be coming at. He didn't do that well for KKR, but he was bought for MI and now he's doing well. So that is a benefit. He is a beneficiary of the auction. Uh, if people find a way to use a player who's not being used in some other team, look at Mohammad Nabi man. He's not being used at all. He's not. He's impossible for him to play at SRH. It's not his fault, right? He's been warming the benches for two years now. Yeah. Hardly plays one or two games and comes out. he would want to be in an auction where he can be a, a a starter in some other team he might be a starter in a team like kings 11 punjab in the middle order he would be so useful they didn't they don't have an off spinner they need a hitter and a finisher in the in the middle and he would be perfect there and he'll play 14 games who knows his career will change etc so i think it's a double edged sword i understand where you're coming from but just a whole auction spectacle to watch and to follow and to just be part of it i think is unbelievable i think they they get more higher ratings than an ipl match itself the mm. whole auction show so uh i think i'm okay with that idea maybe to to maybe bring a balance i would say go to 50% of your squad can be retained or something like that they should come up with a condition where you you get all teams get to yeah, retain 50% something like that yeah. yeah that that is something which they can work on but i'm a mini I'm not, mega auction i'm not uh, okay with the fact that you completely revamp or you completely keep the same team for 11 that's uh, it, i think it's also unfair to the team that spent so much time and effort building this player you know what i mean to uh, 
But the IPL, see, to be honest, uh, I don't think teams look at it as an academy or teams look at it as uh, making players grow and we want to give them a career and stuff. I think it's the whole purpose is to win titles and make make money. It's a business after all. It's run by but corporate. So, as a business, if we were to look at a long-drawn process of a draft like we do with the NFL or the MBL, uh, sorry, MLB, uh, you know, you see so much revenue coming in from that. So I'm just saying, you know, this is in everybody's best interest. If we allow teams to have a large, in fact, I think every team should be fielding a male, female, and under 19 version of their team. So what happens then? Uh, let me ask you a question, Akash. So a team like CSK now is at the uh, at the other end of the uh, spectrum, right? They have really uh, an average squad, uh, average age squad which is about 35 and stuff so what what happens to them then you you're you're expecting them to go back and pick a bunch of 15 really youngsters and hope yes. that they come good after yes. five years yes yes and they, so you know, they have to forego five titles now or if i uh, it's the story oh, right it's the story have all these fixing problems going on <laughs> You know, so don't, it's okay. That's the point, right? We are talking as if the longevity of this tournament is the next 20 years. It's not. It's the next 150 years. So in the next 150 years, five years is okay. That's where the long, that's where the vision should be. Uh, on this same note, though, Ashwin K coming in with a super chat. Thank you, Ashwin. Saying you have to feel for Mumbai. They can only field three capped Indian next year. And Ishan is going to go. Fucking Sky is also going to go. Uh, you know, Mumbai is going to balance the whole balance. This is all Kohli's spaghetti. He will give caps and then he will buy them in auction. Yeah. yeah. This is his spaghetti. So, there is one more, uh, you know, domestic tournament that is happening on the side right now. I just want to mention some numbers from there. Uh, Abhinith has been kind enough to send us some stats. There are three players, Surya Kumar Yadav, Prithvi Shaw and Devdat Padikar, uh, who are playing the Vijay Hazare Trophy right now. Uh, Surya Kumar Yadav averages 66 with a strike rate of 150 in five matches. Pretty, pretty low. Pretty low? Okay. I'll give you something better. Shaw, averaging 134 Ooh. with a strike rate of 128. Still low? Still low? Okay. Okay. I'll give you Dave that particle who's averaging 190 in five <laughs> matches. So, That's what why I said pretty low for Surya Kumar. <laughs> yeah. This is some crazy numbers. Particle has scored what three consecutive centuries now, right? Yes. 152, 126, and 145. And the two innings before that were 52 and 97. So, he's crossed 50 in every game. Uh, Shaw on the other hand, has hit 105, then 34, then hit a 227, and then hit a 36 and a 2. So, Shaw being Shaw, Padikal being excellent, and Surya Kumar being, you know, consistent. Uh, so, Surya yeah, has I got just, a call up. So, Padikal and, and Shaw, are, unfortunately, as an opener, and it's yeah. one of the hardest slots to break through. So, they need to continue to perform and hopefully... The only way they can make it is to injuries and stuff. And you still have the guys like KL waiting, Mayank waiting, Shaw waiting. So, uh, uh, hard part. But, yeah, Gil, by the time Padikal, hopefully he needs to continue this form for 2-3 years if he has to make the squad. But so. Padikal is also a left-hander and he is also good at first-class cricket. So, you know, yeah, uh, knows, maybe for that goes away. Like seven. So, it's okay. He has time. Yeah. Like, he has time. 
Yes, lot of time. Uh, I think Mayank and KL are the next uh, uh, hopefuls that we have on board. So I think with Prithvish also, there's not much time. I think there is certain enthusiasm that you can see in these players, man. And Shoto, we know, dude. Shoto always goes to domestic and just destroys bowlers, dude. It's yeah. only when he's playing international that he develops that cough all over again, you know. So uh, that's the... a generational talent, Akash. You don't see generational talents like this all the time. You, you see all look one, one You look at Ravi Shastri, you'll see Prithvish only staring back at you. Just like an older, more upset version. Uh, no, man. You'll see what big things Prithvish does. No, I meant facial features wise. You know, on, on Prithvi Shaw's 44th birthday, we'll be like, Oh, he's 44 now. How is that possible? Wait. <laughs> you know, this might happen. I'm just saying. You're, you're such a big fan of Surya, right? So, where do you uh, where do you bat him in this Indian T20 I set up? Oh, man. You, you bat him whatever he wants to bat. <laughs> yeah, he's an injury replacement at best. He doesn't get But Especially in India, what does it matter? Ishan Kishan and Surya Kumar Yadav can stare the ball into a boundary, dude. Because they've been waiting so long and performing so well, so consistently. Uh, so, where would you put him? Remember when Ajinkya Rahane was India's T20I opener? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say this about Dhawan in a few years. Oh, Ravanta, I think it's it's a matter of time now. It's but he's so consistent, man. He's and like he's an ICC Trophy legend. So yeah, for, uh, yeah but, but I don't know if he makes it to this ICC Trophy. But see, I also, Chris Gale small, is also playing. Huh? Small Just matter staying. of an IPL between before the T20 World Cup. So that's ultimately going to decide who's going to go. I know. I think this is the best IPL because everyone is playing for so it's it's one of the best situations that we could ever definitely see. True. Uh, is there anything else? Are we done? Are we are through the the there legal facts. There is this certain tweet I want to mention okay. about Miss Gill and the list of people who uh, who were in his debut test match uh, when he was like in the opposition team and where they are. Wonder when they who retired. tweeted that? I wonder who tweeted that. <laughs> uh, you can find it on Twitter. <laughs> But yeah, you guys should go and check out that tweet. It just lists out all the Indian players who Chris Gale debuted against in 1999 and their years of retirement. And now Chris Gale is going to play tomorrow. Gaurav has tweeted that in case you guys... She's play, going to play in four hours time. Just for in the four weekend. hours time, yeah. Akash so, is going to watch at three o'clock, going to switch on and watch. No, no, I have new time uh, this thing. I sleep uh, at one and I wake up by eight because I go for a walk. I need my vitamin D. And then I need to watch India kick some ass. So no other uh, test matches for me. She, I, I admonish you for thinking that I would wake up to watch or stay up rather. Actually, I wouldn't mind watching, just staying up to watch West uh, Indies T20 International. Exactly. So who yeah. would not? Who would not want to watch that? Right? Yeah, that's, that's true. But yeah, yeah so that's that is it from us. That's the end of the uh, episode today. This guy is this 